As I was reflecting on the parable of the gospel today, it reminded me of these um, children, African children story that I heard when I was a little kid. And the story was titled, or it's still titled, The Old Man and the Kids. And the story goes that there, there were a bunch of kids that one night were arguing around the fireplace, and they were arguing vehemently as to the quickest route and the best route to the oil mill. And so one kid said to the other, listen, everyone, if you want to get as quickly as possible to the oil mill, you just have to go through the south side. The south side is smooth, and there are no hills, there are no potholes, the road is good. And the other kid said to the, the, the other one, will you just shut up? This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If you want to get as quickly as possible to the oil mill, you go through the north side. The north side is better. And the kids kept arguing back and forth, oh no, it is the south side. No, it is the east side. And the old man stirred and looked at them and just kept looking at them silently as they went at it, arguing among themselves the better route to the oil mill. After a while, one of the kids said to the old man, Hey, Grandpa, aren't you saying anything? Tell us, what is the best route to the oil mill? Hmm. And the old man was silent. After a while, he said, Listen, my children, when you get to the oil mill, when you arrive at the oil mill, Nobody's going to ask you, what route did you come by? What you will be asked will be, did you bring fruits? Did you bring good fruits that will produce rich oil? Because at the end of the day, it's not so much about the route, but about the destination. It's not so much if you fly business class or you fly 28D, you know where that is at the back of the aircraft. At the end of the day, the important question is, did you get to the destination? And that precisely is the heart of our parable in the gospel this morning. Did you bring home fruits, fruits of obedience, fruits of faithfulness to God's will, fruits of love and kindness to the heart and the mind of God? That's the heart of the question, and that's the important issue. Now, I'd like you to notice the two sons in the parable this morning are characters that represent all of us. They represent all of us in our imperfections. Because come to think about it, many of you have children here. I do not think there's any one of you who would want your son to stand before you and look you right in the eyes 
very disrespectfully and say, I will not. Come on. I pay the mortgage. I pay the utilities. And I ask you to mow the lawn and you say you will not. Are you kidding me? And so that first son was an imperfect son by every means. Similarly, the other son, like many of us, I don't think anybody here would want to have a son or a kid who will look you right in the eyes and lie to you. And so those two sons represent all of us in our imperfections. But this is now what separates the two of them. The quality of conscience. The quality of personal responsibility. You know, I deal with kids a lot. All my priesthood, I've been teaching in college and dealing with young kids. And sometimes I hear kids tell me, you know, my daddy was so mean to me. My mommy wasn't so loving. My family wasn't the best of all. And that's why, you know, things that are happening in my life. And sometimes I say, yes, yes, I get it. I get it. But at what point do we begin to have personal responsibility for the things going on in our life right now? It's very easy to look back 30 years ago, 40 years ago, how your parents didn't do well, how your mommy didn't do well. At what point do I ask myself, what's my personal responsibility for the things happening in my life right now? And that's the issue. That's why the first son becomes our model this morning. Yes, he was not a perfect person. Yes, he had his own issues. But he had an active conscience. He knew when to take personal responsibility and when to turn around. And you know the good news? The Lord's vineyard is not a gated vineyard. It's an open vineyard. And so when you change your mind at 4 p.m. and you want to go into the vineyard, come on in. You change your mind at 6 p.m., come on in. Because his mercy is open. His invitation is open. It's up to you and up to me to become people of conscience. And I think this central message is important today that Catholics all over the United States now celebrate Respect Life Sunday. And all through this month, we're going to be talking a lot of things about the dignity of human life and the need for us to respect life. Sometimes I hear people say, you Catholics, can't you guys just move on? It's been 40 years since R.V. Wade. Can't you just move on? And I say, can you just stop? Stop. Because it's not about moving on. It's a matter of conscience. It's a matter of personal responsibility. Because when it concerns human life and the dignity of human life, we don't need any Supreme Court to tell us what life is all about. We don't need the Senate to tell us what life is all about. You don't need a political constituency to tell you what life is all about. Because it's about conscience. It's about each and every one of us 
having a personal responsibility. Responsibility to respect life. Responsibility to treat life with dignity. And responsibility to treat human life with sacredness. Amen.